Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Welcome. Welcome everybody to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. Hello, Janelle from Oklahoma City, Rakogamia, Stephanie, Survivor. I'd love to hear where you're joining from. Share where you're at, Lisa Drury, Susan Hawk, Nathan. Hello. Um, so for those of you who um, don't know me, I do this broadcast each week, Mind Body TV. I'm a physician who is really passionate about how the body heals itself and about assisting that factor. I think it's really missing from our conventional system and we've got to put it back in. <laughs> Today's broadcast is really about what is like at the, at the core of all of our power and, and really allows us to access something way beyond what we ever thought was possible, way beyond ourselves, meaning the small self. And I've seen it like firsthand in my life, create so much more, like literally create miracles, not just healing this severe chronic illness I had with autoimmune disease and chronic pain and fatigue and like everything you can name that no doctor could possibly figure out or really give me a solution for. And when I finally allowed um, that, what I'm going to talk about today, which is like a, a process of surrender and letting go, everything happened like very, very, very quickly. And what we're seeing in the world today with this big fallout of like the aftermath of, you know, giving our power away, right? Okay, I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. And kind of clamping down into fight or flight. Um, we're really being given an opportunity to see that that doesn't create prosperity, that that doesn't create what we actually want. And the more we think that, you know, controlling and fight or flight and ah, let's just work harder is going to get us what we want, the more we sort of double down on that when the going gets tough, right? Like right now, a lot of stuff's happening. And then it's like, all right, now we got to really do what we think works. But if we actually look, we notice that actually doesn't work. It doesn't work when I try to control my life. It doesn't work when I try to control my health. It doesn't work when I try to control my relationships or my children, if you've ever tried to do that. Actually, it kind of makes everything worse. Whoa, will I pay attention and get that feedback so I can look at uh, what does work? And, and that's what I want to talk about today, because sometimes we actually go the opposite direction with that, where we are still in the small self with our attachment to the outcome. But it's like, okay, I can see that this isn't working. Let me just let go of control. Let me just do the opposite and let everyone do whatever they want. But I'm still in like coming from the small self that has this attachment to the outcome. So then I kind of like swing the pendulum the other way. Like if you've ever done this with your eating or with your relationships, like you're in this like relationship where you try to control or hang on. I'm so jealous. Don't leave me. And then you realize like all the relationships will keep falling away. And you finally look and go, oh my gosh, I'm too controlling. Let me be not controlling. Let me counteract that. Let me do the opposite. So then you enter relationships where you're like, hands off. It's okay. You can walk all over me. And you realize like, that's not creating the outcome I want either. So what's the third option? Like, what do I actually do that is true surrender? 
So we'll talk about that because most people have this idea about surrender. And I talked about this with my nine-year-old the other day because um, I was creating this broadcast and I, I did the write-up and I said, hey, what do you think of that? And she goes, yeah, that sounds great. But doesn't surrender mean giving up? And I'm like, you know, Gemma, that's exactly what people think. And that's why we don't do it, right? Why we hold even more tightly, why we clamp down even more intensely. And, and like I said in the, in the write-up, right, we double down on what's not working. And then we get a situation like what's happening right now, which is like, whoa, there's even more chaos in the world than ever before. There's even more restriction and fighting and divisiveness and less freedom. Hmm. Maybe what we're doing is not the right approach. So let's look at um, what this would be, not just globally, but um, as importantly, um, individually, like as within, so without. And so one of the things I learned from my journey with severe autoimmune disease and pain and like had this whole illness was no matter how much I tried to fix it, it just kept getting more complex. And then my whole life revolved around like this healing journey and what do I got to do and what do I got to not do? And when I finally let go, because I understood about self-healing and mind-body medicine and the body heals itself and like the whole universe of that. I'd studied it for like years, probably 10 years at that time. And that didn't actually get me anywhere. Like trying to heal myself didn't get me anywhere. The harder I tried to heal myself, the more ill I became. So it was like, wait a minute, what actually creates that my body can heal? And it was what I'm calling surrender. It was to let go and allow the healing to happen. And we can't heal ourselves. No matter how hard you work it, I promise you could do it for 20 years practicing. I'm going to heal myself. I'm going to heal myself. And you'll, you won't, it won't get you anywhere. And so I had to have that journey to show me what actual surrender was, that it was a really powerful thing. And so I can only choose to allow the conditions that I'm whole, that I'm healed, that I'm healthy. I can only choose to let go of what I'm holding that's keeping the illness in place, right? Known and unknown, because I was like, I don't know what I'm holding. I don't know. But what is this part of me, which I'm going to call the small self, being and doing that's keeping this illness in place. So for me, my small self was like, I'm not enough. I've got to do more. I'm not um, significant. I've got to achieve. Um, I'm worthless. I've got to succeed. And so I was in medical school at the time and it kind of caught up with my body where my body was like, oh, this is just not working. And the autoimmune disease, thyroid problems, um, severe pain, migraines, like you name it. And that's, it was after I got evaluated by like this, um, you know, this, this specialist in Boston from Harvard, who was like a allergist. I'd been passed from doctor to doctor. And he said, oh, I know what's going on. You have this rare form of late onset juvenile rheumatoid, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and then you've got to do this and you've got to do that. And you've got to, you know, use only these kinds of products and you've got to get rid of any draperies and, and rugs. And, and my, I just like saw the whole bottom fall out because I was a medical student. I was going to be starting my third year of rotations where you're like living in a different hospital every month. You have no control over your living environment or what, what's being used to clean it. And I was like, ah! and then I remembered, wait a minute, what if this is not true for me? 
What if none of this is actually true for me? And I can say, thank you very much for your point of view, interesting point of view, but not take it on as my own and go into like, you know, double down on what's not working, control this and control that and fight for this and make sure about that. And like, try to heal myself. What if this was all my body communicating with me? Ugh, we're not doing okay here. Could you please let go? That, that small self persona of like, I've got to achieve, I've got to get, you know, go beyond and um, be a success and was actually creating a lot of tension, obviously. And that tension was the inflammation, right? Because your cells are always listening. Even if it's just physical tension, I'm going to suck it up and do this. Your body's going to develop pain. Your nervous system's going to be giving feedback like, oh, and hold yourself in that tension. It affects your immune system. It affects your freaking digestion. Like everything is profoundly impacted by that. And I had read enough to know, like, you know, there are studies that were showing people with like multiple personality that like one personality would be a severe brittle diabetic, meaning like the pancreas is not making insulin. You have to very tightly manage that and regulate that. And then the other personality would be completely healthy. So it's like, not about the pancreas, not about the pancreas. What is it about? It's about who am I being in this personality that has my physiology show up like this? And who am I being in this personality that has, pff, I have no problems at all. My pancreas, my body's working fine. So that was logged away somewhere in me. And even though I didn't really see this like sub personality, who's like, I'm not enough. I've got to overcome. I've got to be the best. I've got to succeed. Um, I started to see it, you know, one day walking along the beach at right after this diagnosis. I think it was either like that day after I went back up to school or whatever the next day. And I said, all right, I know the sky's perspective is really not my truth. What's up, body? What do we have here? And I finally dropped in to a new level of listening right? Not my agenda. We got to get better. Oh my God, I'm so scared. I'm going to get worse. But actually like, okay, body, what, what do you have for me? What are we ready to look at? And immediately saw battling myself, right? Because if the self is like, I'm not good enough, but I'm going to achieve and overcome that, I'm battling myself. And what's battling yourself, freaking autoimmune, right? Your immune system's like, we're geared up. And like, self-attack, you know, your own cells get, you know, attacked. So um, once I saw that, though, I realized that what was required, what required for healing to happen was to surrender the small self. Like that small self was like, I'm fighting for you. We're going to make it and actually let go, which to the small self is like, no, no, that means we'll be nothing. Is it actually true? So when we surrender the small self and its beliefs and what it's protecting me from and the whole shebang, we enter the true self. And in that moment, I, I dropped in to more of surrender to the true self. Because if you know, like, all is well, I am whole, 
could I just let go and allow that? Maybe I don't really understand it. Maybe it's not apparent, like it's not showing up. Definitely looks like that's not true. Could I just maybe a little bit surrender anyway? Like, let me get curious if I were to just let go of these protections and let go of striving and fighting and just have more allowance, would there be something higher that showed up? And so the biggest mis misconstrue, the biggest mis misperceptions we have about surrender are it means giving up, which is like uh, succumb, which it doesn't. And that if I let go, there's nothing there. And like, there won't be any action. There won't be any power because I'm so identified with the small self that I actually think there's nothing there if it's not me fighting or me advocating or me protesting or me taking action. But any way you slice it in that scenario, it's still the me small self, which is like powerless, <laughs> that actually isn't real doing the life. So where am I going to get, right? I'm not actually going to get anywhere. This is the biggest thing I've come to see, not just with like my health, but every area of my life. So if, if you're in that kind of relationship and you realize like, wait a minute, the, the common denominator is me. And like, I keep having the same outcome. Okay, let me be not me. Let me be the opposite of that but it's still the me small self manipulating my reality and trying to be this thing that I think if I could be that my life would work versus the me small self choosing. I let go and surrender to whatever is the true me that's here. If I'm not trying. And so maybe we do that, right? We have a relationship of like, I'm going to be this way. And that's going to make my relationship work because I figured out being this way is definitely not good. Okay. Now I'll be this way. And then we learn. So part of that freedom we give ourselves is let your system be in the learning process because you will eventually get it. You will eventually see like, no matter how I manipulate myself to try to be this or be that or be the one who just loves myself so much and it will work, I'm still doing persona. And so then we see like this thing actually doesn't work either and I still got dumped. <laughs> what? And then we finally come to a place where it's like, you know what, forget it. And we let go. It could look like, screw it. I don't care about any of this stuff. And I'm just gonna, you know, we, but we get into non-attachment in some way, right? Versus attachment. I'm going to make it work. Oh, that didn't work. Let me try to be this way. And we're still trying It's manipulation, right? It's attachment. And it's when we come into surrender and we come into non-attachment, something higher comes in. And that lives through us. Something higher begins to live through us. Something higher speaks my body. Something higher moves my body. And for me, with that experience with autoimmune disease, something higher healed my body. Not something higher, this separate thing. Oh, come in and let me, let, you know, surrender. It's, it's you. It's your true self. So then if you show up right, surrendered in a relationship, like I don't have an agenda. I don't have an attachment. Now I'm more authentic, right? I'm just like in the moment. Am I enjoying myself? Am I, does this feel fluid? Do I feel a connection? What do I authentically want to say? I'll let that show up more because I'm not attached. And guess what happens? 
all of a sudden I have the relationship of my dreams. My relationships work. That's why people say like, as soon as we stopped trying to get pregnant, we got pregnant. As soon as I stopped trying to find the love of my life, this amazing person came into my life. It's because we're surrendered. We're not in an attachment agenda, which is always small self, which will really just create crap. It'll just create chaos, drama, inflammation, hmm, disease, you know? So what are we seeing in our world? And what I came up, I took like a few notes today to like look at what I was talking about. And it, I, I thought, what if all of this stuff happening is just showing us where we are still living from the small self? Because your small self, no matter how many books you read or how many decades you like study and practice and willpower your way or whatever, is never going to create heaven on earth, is never going to create a prosperous society. And so now we're looking at, we're kind of at this pivotal moment where it's like, should we just give away all our power and let other people show us how to like, we keep control and we're going to do it this way. And if we all could just agree, it'll work out. Or... Do I just let go so the higher mind can live my life? The higher mind can live humanity and create prosperity, equanimity, harmony, authenticity, sharing, contributing, a world where as we give, we are receiving because we're giving what is what is what fills us up, what we're passionate about. And so if we keep looking at what what isn't working and we keep noticing wow the common denominator is <laughs> hierarchical authority patriarchal you know dictatorship you're all gonna do this and if you all just do this it'll be fine and we'll all get along and you're like mm, head scratcher is this actually working is this creating more prosperity or are we decade by decade by decade becoming a less prosperous society oh actually that is what happened what is happening you know, we see that this is the first generation where the offspring are less capable of sustaining their lifestyle, like less, you know, capable of, of sustaining a, a, just a basic lifestyle than the, the parents were, right? It's like every year in the past, each next generation was more prosperous, had more uh, abundance. And now it's, no, 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 it's kind of flatlined. And now it's actually gone the other way. So first generation, now it's, it's, we're seeing like it's less abundant, less capable of sustaining our own life. Hmm. What well, might need to change? <laughs> so you can think like, all right, the small self's going to come in with the solution if we just do it this way. And we can keep trying that, which is what we've been doing. Or we can see like, oh, no matter what we do from the small self, which is fear, control, mind, figure it out clamp down. It's never going to create an actual solution. And so the small self, right? Learning, memory, trying hard, um, no matter how much we learn, we'll never ever get there because it doesn't exist in that consciousness. So that's why it's like, well, what do you think the answer is? Then you have a better answer. No, I don't have a better answer, right? We can't know it. We can only open to allow a higher mind to come through, open to allow a higher possibility to come through. And I see it every day in my own life. Like we're trying to figure a couple things out with, we're 
restructuring some things and, and programs and stuff. And some things were really glitchy. And every time it was glitchy, it was like, Kim, relax your body. And then finally yesterday, I put music on and I journal, was it yesterday? Uh, yeah. And I, and I danced and I had my music on and I was like, wow. And I accessed a whole higher level of consciousness, which was like, oh my God, this is the easiest thing. We'll just do this. Boom. We'll just do this and wrote the whole thing. Boom, 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 boom. In like a minute. And, it, and I realized like, oh my gosh, I could have spent hours trying to get pen to paper and figure this out or like five minutes of dancing and music and like immediately you come into a higher mind. In the higher mind, you do know the answers. In the higher mind, you do have the solution. In the higher mind, it's not in action. It's a whole different action, but it's one that animates your system. It's not work, it's effortless. So this is what I wanted to share today because we could look at what's happening and have it be one more reason we really do need to stay clamped down and stay in control and do what we're told and make other people do it our way because this is what has to happen. <laughs> or, hmm, get curious, open, look, wonder, surrender so that higher mind, higher thinking, higher awareness, clarity can come in. So it's very easy. You know, sometimes you can practice a little bit. Someone said, what's the best thing to look at to introduce me to your work? Oh, I would start with the uh, Mind Body Toolkit. The book is great. There's a, a, a program that goes with the book, a little like a video program. It's at drkimd.com forward slash book. And the instant elevation programs kind of bump up from that, but also like a DIY home study, drkimd.com forward slash IEP, which brings you deeper into mind-body tools, connecting within yourself. Um, as soon as you connect, I mean, it shifts your physiology, it shifts your brain function, but you've got to move through that to stay because sometimes it's like, I don't feel anything. The brain shifts take a minute. You know, you got to stay in that new space of openness, curiosity, paying attention to what's here, what's happening versus staying in the mind. And it actually shifts your brain. So the book, the Instant Elevation Program, we do also have a webinar coming up. And this is, um, so I've done some work with women and we do retreats once or twice a year called Alive Woman. And um, these have been just massive because just like I did yesterday, right? I shifted into music. I danced, you know, the liquid dance is like a way of moving energy through the body. So you embody more of the authentic self. So you feel it, right? Sensuality is a superpower, but in our society, we've been taught to suppress it, right? Because you can't control someone who's connected with her own sensuality and her own wisdom. And so as a superpower, sensuality is like, we've got to turn that back on. But what if what we feel first is pain? What if we feel what we feel first is grief? We're like, I'm moving in the wrong direction. Let me shut her back down. So in the Alive Woman work, um, and we're doing a webinar in a couple of weeks on this, I will share with you how do you bring yourself through that expansion? How do you bring yourself through staying open, staying in sensation? when sometimes there's heavy energies that are coming through. Um, so I'm going to share the link for the webinar. It's a free webinar and it's at drkimd.com 
forward slash webinar. And all of you can register for that for free. Um, whether you plan to come to the retreat in May, there's a, also a course I do that's an online course called A Live Woman. Um, but I would say even for men, this could be one of the most powerful things that you do to just begin to explore the world of the feminine side, which is receptivity, which is the inner knowing, and to understand women better as well. So I think it'd be really wise for any man who um, is uh, inspired by this work or feels called um, to any of this work um, to participate in that. So that's at drkimd.com forward slash webinar. I have such a bad relationship with food from reading what the gurus say is good or bad. All the rules around food, just real heavy and non-intuitive. Okay, so there's a, a book that came out recently called um, The Fuck It Diet. And I haven't met her, but I really want to. I would love to interview her. So we have to look into setting that up. Um, but a lot of people have been sharing in my community because that work is so resonant with what I'm doing. When you tap your wisdom, which is what we do in the Alive Woman work, the, who knows what is in this moment? Here's what my body wants. Here's what will nurture my body the most. And you can't find that in a book. And so if you stay in the mind, like I said, the small self, I've got to control, I've got to figure it out. I've got to do it the right way right and wrong, then there's good food, there's bad food. I could do it right. I could totally fuck it up. And now I'm like, ah, you're living in a constant state of tension just because of that. And that constant tension of the judgment and the right or wrong and the, I've got to make sure I control and do it the right way. I've got to make sure I learn the right thing actually keeps your body in so much inflammation. It basically doesn't matter what you eat. You're still going to be diseased in some way. So erase the chalkboard of everything you've been taught about food and about your body and welcome yourself more into the now to sense and feel the present moment, sense and feel what's here now. Just take a deep breath and ask what else is possible. Like if I could live in connection with my being I could know everything. We will go for sure more into that in the live webinar. It's happening in a couple of weeks. Um, but, oh, thank you. A live, a live woman is amazing. <laughs> Christina, do you have any ideas how I might surrender after discovering that many symptoms in my body are actually energy I unconsciously absorb from others? Yes, that's why the letting go is important because the small self has the whole thing in a library, has the whole thing all tagged away and is those records are playing over and over and over. And so when you're in the persona, right, the one who's like, I got to heal, I got to make my body better, the one who's afraid, they're all playing out. And when you surrender, right, even though I have this disease, right, in the Tapping Summit was such a great resource for this, even though X, Y, Z, I choose to be at peace now. Even though I've unconsciously, and I can't get it out. There's all this unconscious block. I've absorbed all this stuff unconsciously. Where is it? How do I get it out? I choose to be at peace now. Even though the whole universe of, I feel like a victim and all this stuff's happening. How do I release it? I don't know how. I choose to know my power. Which, by the way, the Tapping Summit is still available if you purchase the set 
for one more day. I think it's tomorrow that they will have like their regular price, but there's a special price that's posted if you want to, which I always, always highly recommend. The summit is amazing. My talk was on um, EFT tapping for anxiety. Um, and it was really, really powerful. So that's in the mix. They have a lot of other great resources. So if you're new to tapping and you're like, yeah, that's a good resource for me. Awesome. DrKimD.com forward slash tapping summit. Uh, that's available for one more day. So if you haven't checked that out, it'd probably be worth checking that out. Please save this live to your profile. They are all saved on my YouTube channel and they are all in the mind body community in Facebook. So you have a backlog for all of our, um, all of our, uh, these broadcasts tips when I'm feeling defeated after hearing negative treatments, the doctor wants me to do. Okay. So survivor 1133. So what if it's not about these are negative treatments the doctor wants me to do, but this is an opportunity, a possibility that I could receive and feel it out of whether I want to move forward with it. Right. Cause if your system knows like, Nope. Okay. Move on to the next thing. And if your system's like, ding, 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 move forward, check it out further. My, I have a four-year-old and he loves that game. He'll like purposely pick the wrong thing. And I'm like, <clears throat> and then he'll point to the right thing. And, ding, 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 ding. and it's so funny because sometimes I don't do it. I'll be like, no, no, not that one. He's like, mom, do the noise. Your system. And that's actually a part of what is in the mind body toolkit. Your system's constantly playing a game with you of like, Yes, warmer, warmer, you're getting closer. Or like, ah, no, 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 cold, freezing, Siberia. <clears throat> and if you're tuned in, you'll feel that. So if the doctor is suggesting like, hey, we want to do this and we think you need to do that. And your system's like, oh, no, 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 no. Honor that. All right, thank you. Thank you for that information. Thank you for that point of view. I'll, I'll mull it over, right? And get my clarity that it's not the fit or maybe... You know, maybe the, it, it, it feels resonant, but you are in charge. So let your body know, like, body, we can receive everything because we're going to look and get clear. And I will always choose my clarity. Soon as you do that, your body's not like in fear anymore. Like, he won't listen. I know last time he didn't listen. Right. Okay. Body, I, I hear this is a big part in the alive woman work. And what we do in the retreat is like dropping in. So I am here to nurture the self, not overcome it or get beyond it or improve it, which is like that. I mean, my life was like a self-improvement program for, oh, a couple decades. I don't know, a long time. And that, you know, this disease was part of that. <laughs> Where am I living in resistance to this self that I think needs to be improved? It's really good. I'm glad I learned how to tap. Thanks, Aphrodite. Like the game operation, kind of. <laughs> Today, 100% tapping summit proceeds goes to Ukraine. Oh, that's so great. So um, if you are if you are inspired about that, um, you're sending proceeds to Ukraine. Summer was super and your talk was awesome, Dr. Kim. Let me put the link. So this is for tapping summit, uh, drkimv.com forward slash tapping summit easy if that resonates for you and you want to learn more about tapping and even just getting on their email list might be a good resource for you they have lots of free things they share regularly uh do you have yep um i have so much heavy energies coming through i look forward to this webinar 
Oh, beautiful Malva. Yep, dancing is awesome. I feel a lot better. Thank you from Germany. Hello, Stephanie. Non-attachment definitely takes work. So this is the other thing I wanted to share is have your intention. Have your preference. Hold your intention dear to your heart. But you can release attachment and still have an intention, right? Like I, even relationship-wise, had a really strong intention to, to be in a partnership, uh, a committed, loving um, partnership, um, marriage, children, to create a life together. And before I surrendered, there was like attachment. I got to find my guy. I want this to happen. <gasps> Will this work out? Oh, no, he's not good with money. Oh, that's not going to work. I don't like that guy. Oh, he's blah, blah, blah. That, like, so there was rejection. So instead of just receiving the men that showed up in my life and, and, and sorting out, do I want to have a nice date with this person and just enjoy my evening? It was like, oh, yeah, no, whether or not we could be in a life partnership together. And if not, like there's a rejection. And so there was some shutdown for me and some agenda going on. And of course, that's going to play out in your relationship. People can feel that you have an agenda and you're not just showing up authentically to love. So I really wiped the, you know, the chalkboard and, and blew away the chalk dust and got a clean slate on that of like, what if I just show up and enjoy myself and fall in love with my life as it is? And I don't need, it'd be great. And I have the intention of having a partnership. Yeah, but not an attachment, meaning it's not required in order for me to be at peace. It's not required in order for me to have joy. And then I started to just receive what showed up in my life and had an amazing, wonderful time with lots of, it wasn't like, oh, these are just superficial re re relationships and I don't want that. Well, if I bring love in my heart, there's love, even if it's a friendship or dating someone just kind of like casually, I could show up with love and have an amazing experience and really get to know these other people. And it exactly is what happened. Like I fell in love with my life and in love with what was showing up. And then within weeks, I met my now husband. And it was so funny because at that point, I was so in love with my life. I was like, you know, but I don't know if I want to get into a relationship. Then I got to like change my whole gig here. And I'm not so sure I want to do that. And this one person I was sort of coaching with was like him. <laughs> And it, it snapped me back into like, what do I, what do I actually want? What do I actually choose? Because the ego can run off with like, no, I'm in la la land, I'm doing my thing. And that wasn't really gonna really be the fulfilling thing. So um, so I did, I did, but it was just such a thing because I was so not attached that when he showed up, it was like, maybe, maybe not. Let's see. And we have an amazing relationship. I mean, he was a gift. Um so that non-attachment is like magic, magic. Thank you. Follow your passion. This is totally what's been coming up for me in recent weeks. Ready to receive what I'm ready to receive. So receive the now and what is and what's here. I talked about this, uh, I think it was last week, but about if we receive everything with grace and ease, it doesn't mean that's our choice. It means we get clarity. Instead of like, no, can't have that. Got to reject that protection. And we've got all these barriers. We're not actually letting things in. So if we remember, I'm going to choose in favor of my highest and best. What's the highest and best for all involved. 
then I can let in the moment and I can let in awareness and I can receive the moment. It's not about rejection and control. So I think the invitation today is what if we release control and protection and agenda force as our way of being and begin to allow power, which only happens through the true self. And so the way I'm, I'm sort of pointing at that we allow that is through this, what I'm calling surrender, where the small self is like, okay, I'm going to just take a back burner and then look at what's actually here. When I'm not doing the self-healing or doing the improving my relationship or doing the saving the world, is there actually nothing there? I have to do it or nothing happens. So take a deep breath in your body because the truth is, when we allow surrender, there's power. Like we could have one word. People are always talking about, how do I get my loved ones to see that I want to do it this way? Or how do I get, you know, this and this to happen to my money? Or how do I get this to happen in my career? When we're in power, it could be like the smallest action ignites everything, right? Like I may only have one match but I can make an explosion. It's only one little match. But if you are in power, things can happen. One word, that's in the song too, can make a heart open. One word because I'm in my power. So drop into your body. The best way to do that is just bring your shoulders up and then breathe in and then just oh, let it all go. Take a few breaths and really feel your body. Let the breath in. You're going nowhere. Let your body know body. I'm right here. Bring presence. When we do this, we start to feel things maybe we didn't want to feel. When we do this, maybe we start to experience things we didn't want to experience. We let things in we've been protecting ourselves from. But what if you remember... It's okay, there's power. I'll move through that. I don't have to avoid that. It's just sensation. Take a few breaths right there. This is how we arrive into power. It's 100% how we arrive into power. So practice that, you know, in the instant elevation, I have you set your alarm three times a day and you begin to instill these new patterns. It changes your brain. It changes who you are. So you become a receptor for that higher mind, for that one who does know what to eat, who to go hang out with, what to do with your life, because that higher self is prosperity. So let it in a little bit, even just a little bit. The what if had been helping me turn things around when I get down lately. Emma Gleason, right? What if it were easy? What if I did know? What if I did surrender? What if something amazing did happen? That that immediately gets you. That's also in the book. <laughs> that immediately gets you into a new consciousness, right? Not just a new emotion, a whole new mind. So there's an energetic shift from like, what am I going to do? To like, wait a minute, what if there was a solution I couldn't see right now? And just by softening my body, I could let it in a little bit. Play with that. Your system is a freaking machine. <laughs> and, and we'll talk more about this in the webinar um, that, that 
link is at drkimd.com forward slash webinar. We'll talk about that more. How do we activate that technology? And the, the metaphor I use all the time is like, if you say it was like hundreds of years ago or like caveman time, and you had someone bring in like a spaceship or a rocket ship, and you're like, huh, this is cool. And you use it as like a storage cabinet or a closet, right? Because you can't comprehend the technology of a rocket ship. So you're like, yeah. And people will be like, you know, if someone had the awareness, oh my God, you have this rocket ship. You're like, yeah, yeah, it's good. I keep my shoes over here, hang my clothes over there. It's got a thing over here. You know, it works pretty good. Yeah, it's going to work pretty good as like a storage closet, but it's a rocket ship. It's designed for something infinitely, exponentially beyond that. And so if you start to learn the technology of your body, your body's not just like, yeah, let me fix my liver. Let me fix my ovaries. It's like, no, there's electromagnetic technology here that can ignite your world. Our being, our body is a portal. It is a, it's like a giant antenna for massive amounts of intelligence and wisdom. And we either turn into the channel, like turn the dial to the wisdom channel by choosing our ease, by softening, by shifting the breath and sensing within, right? And turn into the joy love channel where it's going to register that information to create prosperity. Or we turn into the, how do I protect myself better channel? What would so-and-so do? What would my mother say? I better not do this or they'll be mad at me. And we stay on the control channel. And you can see what gets created from that. Great. Awesome. See it. Good information. Don't make it wrong. Don't judge it. Change the channel. Right? Is this what we want to create? Hmm. Would we like to create a world in prosperity? Like uh, a transparent financial system that's based on prosperity and abundance. We are currently in a financial system that's based on debt that is anything but transparent. Like ask anybody, <laughs> what is the Federal Reserve? It's neither federal nor is it a reserve. Hmm. Wait a minute. What? It's, it's a big facade and it's based in debt, right? You want to go take a hundred thousand dollar loan out. They're going to create debt and then give that to you and make money from that. So it's like, wait a minute, we have a system based on debt, lack and uh, inauthenticity. Look what's happening, right? So do we want to create, which is already being created systems based on authenticity and abundance and a win-win everything I create is actually a contribution to someone else because we're living in a system where most of those big corporations that are being like funded so heavily aren't actually creating value in the world. So is that what's falling out? Is that what's falling away? Is that what's crumbling? Good. What if all of this uh, looks like a catastrophe is just showing us where we are living out of alignment, not as a culture, as a collective. Let's go tell everyone else so they can change right here. Am I living in fear? Am I clamping down out of my agenda and attachment versus, wait a minute, what's organic? What's authentic, right? Show up every day. And I, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, right? Authenticity as medicine. What's authentic? So if you don't know, because, hey, you've been trained out of it for like most of your life, get curious and look, right? Maybe it takes a few weeks to practice your way into like, oh, I, I do know what's authentic, what I would 
want to say in this moment, what I want to be doing with my life, how I want to look, right? Like maybe I'm taught to be, I'm here, here's me. I'm going to get love if I look a certain way. And then I realize like, wait, this is more me. Let me just like, maybe it's totally different, but it will make you come alive. And you're the one, your only one job on this planet is to show up to this one being and check it out and live in alignment with what's true for you. And when we do that, there's no war. But it has to start here in our one, in our individual. Nothing out there. Everything out there is a reflection of what's happening in here. So let it be an invitation for you. And I would love to hear, how are you in the mind, body community and Facebook, you can post, how are you finding ways to show up more authentic today? Maybe it's a choice you made. Maybe it's letting go of something that you're like, this really wasn't working for me. I was scared, but I'm going to let this go because I can feel that authenticity is more important and it will actually create more ultimately in my life. And I'm ready to trust that. Physical illness is the greatest teacher in my experience. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to show you like, <laughs> no, no, wait. And then you have to look at, wait a minute, what am I carrying that's creating that? Because your body is always going to be a reflection. It's always going to show you. All right. I love you guys. I'm at drkimd.com. If you would like to subscribe and stay connected with what we're doing and what events we're having, we have the May retreat for women who are ready to step into this work in a much more powerful way. Every single one we've done has been completely life-altering for all the participants. They're small groups. Um, the information for that is at drkimd.com forward slash retreat. And we do have some spots available for that still. So you're welcome to check that out if you would like to join me for a retreat. Uh, the webinar is coming up in a couple of weeks, drkimd.com forward slash webinar, where we go a little bit more into like, how do I activate this system? What is the technology of my body and what it, would it be to be turned on and fully alive? Um, I'm in YouTube, Dr. Kim Duramo. So be sure to subscribe and hit the, the like and hit the bell if you're in YouTube so that more people can find this work who are looking for work like this. Um, and the conversation will continue in the mind-body community. I have amazing, beautiful mentors um, who will support you in getting some more insight, getting specific questions answered and uh, connecting with the community in there. All right. I'll be here every week on Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time for Mind Body TV. Hmm. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Beautiful, beautiful, amazing, heart-centered people. Surrender equals power. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I love you guys. How can we get teens to engage with the mind body toolkit? It has to be your choice. You can, you can buy the book, you can open the door, but someone has to walk through it. I think always um, it's really about who am I being that will have my kids open to something or not open to something. If I have my own agenda, they're going to feel that they smell that a mile away, especially teens. They're like, yeah, right. You're not owning your piece. Why should I even bother? So always, always do the work yourself. And you can share it with others, but it'll, they're much more likely to walk through that door if you're actually having a great time and you're in your own wholeness. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'll see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.